Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with a couple of stories from the pages of my journal from my life that I think you're going to like. These are kind of fun. And one of them, you need to have listened to the previous podcast. If you have not listened to number 314, then you'll want to catch that as a ground runner to get into this. But I'm going to talk about this other story first before we go there of the one that matches the last podcast. So you know that a listener to actually the Fun Astrology podcast emailed me back in March asking if I wanted to house sit for her cats while she and her family went on spring break. Her name is Jean, and in fact, if you're catching this in real time, she has a wonderful gratitude program that is going on right now that I would love to recommend to you. I'm doing it right now as I'm recording this, in fact, and it's a 14-day text program, but if you're international, you can join it and read the texts. You can read what they do on the texts on the blog, so you can still get in on it no matter where in the world you are. The program is free. It's lifedreamery, D-R-E-A-M-E-R-Y dot com forward slash gratitude. Just a real cool thing that Gene is doing. And since we're talking about Gene anyway, I thought I would mention this program. Now, we caught up in Asheville last week and she told me that one of the two cats that I had been there to sit in the spring was missing. When I was there in the spring, they were indoor cats. Well, then they became outdoor cats over the summer, and one of them, Charlie, was gone, didn't come back home. Now, we've talked a lot about various ways to connect with higher source, but something really just blew me away uh, a couple of months ago. When I moved over here to western North Carolina, I've gotten good enough at moving that I keep a close-by box of valuables. These are the things that I don't want too far out of sight. Various personal items, let's just say. Well, one of those items, when I got here and unpacked everything and I knew that it was in that box, was missing. I had emptied every box. I had put away everything. I had eliminated and thrown out a lot of stuff, and it was just gone. Well, I did my little muscle testing technique and the intuitive awareness method, which is one of Fred's audiobooks, and... Uh, Sure enough, it said it would be found. Don't worry about replacing it. Don't worry about the missing of it. You'll just miss it for a while, and then it will show back up. Well, I had been through every drawer, every box, every everything, and it was not around. I kept asking. I mean, and when I do this, I'm playful with my muscle testing. I'm playful with the asking. But I could feel it. I could feel it inside from the intuitive awareness method piece of it, and I could feel it in them. I mean, the muscle testing was very clear. The item was going to be found. And I narrowed down that it was in my place somewhere. Well, let's see. This would have been back in probably September. I bought a new bed frame and I had to rearrange some things. And in moving some things around, there was a storage tub that was kind of back in a alcove back behind the bed around the corner. There were two storage tubs, and one of them had some foam that goes in the audio booth, but I don't need it in here, so I just had thrown it in this tub. Well, when I opened the lid to the tub, and remember, I'm still looking. I'm still looking for stuff, and that's when I had to get back there and rearrange some stuff around where those tubs were. I thought, eh, just have a look. 
I opened the lid and it was all full of foam. And I just was closing the lid back up and some little something said, look in there. So I peeled the foam back. Sure enough, in the bottom of that container was another small plastic bin. And there was the item right there. I just looked at the sky. That's all I could do. Thank you. The gratitude, the instant gratitude. See, this is why Gene's doing this program. It's to get us programmed to say thank you instantly. And that was my response. I just looked up and said thank you. But then, after I kind of got over the shock that it had actually been found, then I had to deal with the shock, and it shouldn't be shock, that the muscle testing and the intuition were right. (laughs) It was like, of course I was going to find it. I just should have been expecting it more. I was getting more and more doubtful Thomas as every nook and cranny of this place had been gone through, and I realized that it's not, not around here. Well, you can imagine how much greater confidence I had in the intuition and even in the muscle testing. Now, this gets a little dicey because what I did is I overlaid that into Jean's situation, but I asked her permission first. So it came to mind one morning to see if her cats were going, or if Charlie, the one cat that was lost, was going to be recovered. So I asked her permission because I really don't think that we have the latitude from the universe to go asking things regarding other people's lives that we do not have a part of the outcome. This is one of the tenant principles or rules of horary astrology, is unless you are involved, you cannot ask the question of the chart. Well, Gene granted permission, so I asked a series of questions. This was probably the day after or the next day after she had told me about it. It's about a week from now when I'm recording this, a week back. So the first question I asked was, is Charlie alive? And I got a clear yes. Is Charlie okay? Yes. Is Charlie coming back home? And this was muddy. It wasn't no. It wasn't a definitive no, but it wasn't a clear yes. And then I asked, is Charlie with somebody else? Has he, you know, has somebody else picked him up? And that was more positive. That answered more toward a yes. And remember, when I do this process... I'm feeling, that's the intuition piece, I'm feeling in my chest, particularly in the middle of my chest. And I'm also doing a muscle testing technique. And if you want a good muscle testing technique, we have a couple pinned. One is, I think, from Fred Dodson, and the other is this other technique that, you, that switches it over to the little finger. But it's pinned on our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners on Facebook. If you are not familiar with muscle testing, those are two good resources for you. So I reported back to Jean what the discovery was, and she said, you know, if he's okay, then I'm comforted with that. Well, a week went by, and I was on a walk back behind the house here, climbing up a hill, huffing and puffing, and I was doing some muscle testing and asking about another situation. So I thought, well, I'm going to ask about Charlie again. And see, when I had the missing item, I would ask a lot. (laughs) And you think, well, you're not supposed to ask a lot. Well, look, here's what I do. I just play with it. I play with the universe. And I say, okay, wait, 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 
forgive me here, I'm going to ask again because I'm dense, I'm thick, I don't get it right the first time, and I just want to ask again. So just go with me, just roll with me. I'm going to ask one more time. And then I always ask permission. Is it okay if I ask again? Well, that's what I did here. Is it okay if I ask about Charlie again? Yes, it was okay. So I asked, is Charlie alive? Ooh, it was so clear. And on this hike, while I'm walking up the hill, it's a really good time. I'm just, it seems to be just highly plugged in. So I got a real clear yes. Is he okay? Yes. Is he coming home? Yes. <laughs> the answer was yes. Well, I didn't want to give Jean a false hope, so I didn't text her, you know, when I got back or something. I didn't, I just, just let it be, and that's a good way to do it. Just let it be. But the answer was yes, and I, and I reconfirmed that a couple of times. You say, he's really coming back. She's going to, they're going to get him back. Yes. You know that that evening, about 6.30, I get a text from Jean. Charlie came home with an exclamation mark and a heart. You know what I did instantly? I looked up again, and I thanked God. I thanked the universe. I thanked our wonderful, loving source for sharing that information. And you know, it's funny because there was the prompt on the walk. So while I was out there and I was asking about something completely different, here comes the internal prompt to ask about Charlie. And do you know the time that I was walking, which was right before dark, was the time that he would have been making his way home? That's just wild. That is so wild. Okay, now the other story goes with episode number 314. So you have to have listened to that. I'm not going to recount any part of that story. You have to listen to that to get this. But you realize from that episode that here is this reconnection with my entire feminine side of my soul that had been disconnected all of my life. This very dramatic reunion now, I would imagine that some of you are thinking, Thomas, <laughs> I know you keep having these birthdays and you're getting up there on the timeline of life, but your stories are getting weirder too. Now, in that podcast, I said, if you don't believe this, that's, that's fine, but it's very, very real to me. Well, it was real to me. And here's what happened. I had gone to the dentist for a regular tooth cleaning, and we got to talking about electric toothbrushes. And I was due to replace one that was way past, uh, really, it needed to be replaced. And basically, in that market, there are two competitors. There's Oral-B and Sonicare. And that was the consensus. Well, we like Oral-B and Sonicare. Well, okay, those are the two choices. So I looked, did a little bit of research, and I decided to get an Oral-B rotary toothbrush. Now, over here in Western North Carolina, you've got one shot at such an item, and that would be Walmart. Well, they had them, and I had looked them up on Amazon to see what the line of, what the options were in the line of possibilities. There was one model that stood out. It happened to be on sale, both on Amazon and at Walmart, and there were two colors, black and white. The Walmart app said they had a white one at least, and that was the one I wanted. A couple of days later, I needed to go over there anyway, so I had in mind to pick up the toothbrush. Now, one of the ways that I'm just wired, it's just me, is that I'm always doing multiple things at the same time. 
look, astrologically, I'm a Gemini rising. I also have the Sun and Mars and Neptune all on the same degree. I'm always pushing forward. I'm never, it's hard for me. It is hard for me to be like the Eckhart Tolle in the present right here now. I do stay a step or two ahead. And I just, you know, I'm just content that that was the way that I was wired. And I do work on it. But when I'm out there going and doing, then it usually is a couple of steps ahead. In other words, I don't pay a lot of attention to minute details. To me, a toothbrush is a victory. (laughs) It's good enough. Well, they had, and there it was. And I got the box and I looked at it and thought, okay, this was it. I looked at what else they had. That was the one. I put it in the cart, checked out, no big deal. I'm going to put a picture of the box in the show notes for this episode. If you can find the show notes, there's a picture of what I put in my basket. In my mind, I was victorious in getting a toothbrush, and it should have been the white one. Well, when I got home, I wanted to get it charged up. I opened the box, and I pulled out a pink toothbrush. (laughs) I'll put a picture of that, too. It was the one I wanted, but it was pink. My first reaction was, oh, darn it, because I wanted to, A, start using the toothbrush, and B, I didn't want to have to go back to Walmart, and then it dawned on me. (laughs) She picked the toothbrush. (laughs) There were several there. I didn't pay any attention enough to the details to find exactly the white one. And as you can see on the box, it had pink on it. I never in a million years thought that that was the color of the toothbrush because all I had observed for myself online was white and black. I thought they were just using some creative colors for their, <laughs> for their marketing or whatever. But now I have a pink toothbrush. And here again, do you not think that the confidence in what took place in my life, as described in episode 314, is not very, very, very real? The other night, we went, I say we, she and I, (laughs) this new addition to my psyche, went down to downtown Waynesville And there's an adorable little shop there that has wonderful blends of tea. And we had found the peach and ginger tea. And ooh, she likes it. So we went down there and I got quite a bit of it. And that was just this memento to say, I recognize and honor you. And if you can pick out pink toothbrushes at Walmart, then I've got to pay a lot more attention to a lot of things that you are saying to me. So (laughs) I kept the box. I'm going to save it because obviously it's going to go into the story. And wow, what an amazing expression to think that there is this. If you're listening as a female, there's a male side of you that would do exactly the same thing. And guys, there's a feminine side of you that would do exactly the same thing. We just have to get in touch with it. And as I've been thinking about this, I wanted to lay out one other thought that gets a little sensitive, but I I still think it's an important part of my own journey. 
So in that context, I'm passing it along. Also, it seems like as things continue to morph and shift in the world, that pure, clean, available vessels are very important in the world right now. And I had a thought about this the other day, that we come here to experience Earth. We come here to learn lessons and to experience experiences that only Earth can provide. And yet, we find that often those experiences are difficult. And we frequently turn to things that help anesthetize the pain of that experience. And believe me, I have so, so been there. That whole year in the RV, I've told about. I mean, I said it would just, it would take large amounts of alcohol to get me to go to sleep, to turn around and wake up in sheer terror, rinse and repeat. So I get it. And having done the work that is encased in all of Fred's books, observing and modeling how he has taught me to live, and then creating my own style from that, I have to say that the lessons of these two events, these two little stories that popped up here recently this week, it's just my thought that perhaps the more raw, if you will, unfiltered, unfettered we are at experiencing the full-on of life on earth, the more portals and channels Source God has available to guide us. The more we satisfy the spiritual side of our life, the side that connects to intuition, the side that rescued the part of my soul from a very dark place, the more we emphasize that part of our being and we keep the physical indulgences, I guess, as the non-front seat driver of our life, shall we say? I mean, we're comfortable, but if we had the choice, we would focus on our soul. I think when we come from that perspective, the portals of intuition, the channels of guidance open up more. They're more accessible. So the walk becomes more of a constant walk rather than aha, burning bush moments. So my reason for reflecting on this is simply to just be an encouragement to say that I know a lot of you want a real wide open channel, and I'm trying to look at my own situation and say, why is it so open? Why is it so available? And that is one of the variables that I'm now in a rare commodity, I think, in today's world. The only medicine I take is for my heart. The only habit I have is chai tea. That's the recipe that <laughs> the recipe on the funastrology.com website in the freebies. You can get it if you want to be addicted to chai tea. It's good for you. It's really good for you. It helps my throat when I'm doing all this talking too. Fall asleep completely naturally now, have for a long time. And the state that I try to stay the closest to is listening. Just listening. And the cool thing is, is if I keep the ego where it should be, then the channels are open to hear the messages in the moment. Without the ego or without the self or without the flesh needing something, if that makes sense. So when I'm out there on the side of the mountain walking up the hill, 
and I'm asking about something else, and then the feeling is there to ask about Charlie. And I ask about Charlie and get a yes, he's coming home. And to realize then that that was exactly at the time that he would have been making his way through the woods back to Gene's house, back home. I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm just, that to me is like, okay, I want to make sure that that is available more, not less. How can I do that? Stay pure. All channels open. Less worried about the physical, say the ego, and much more focused on this whole other side that was revealed in the hypnosis session with Stevie that led to the connection with my feminine side that gave the prompt to ask about a cat out on the hiking trail and is there for all of us at any time. I'm just trying to point to the more wide open door because I can tell you from experience, when you have stuff like that happen, it just blows you away. And I'm like, wow, what a journey. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's received well because it's intended well. Ah, may you find all of your answers, whatever they may be. Thanks for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.